Blog Talk Radio. Live worldwide. Word. Come on, y'all. Let's rock up. Taking over your radio frequency. Mm. It's Miss J in the morning show. Hit me. Miss J. Miss J. Miss J. It's your girl, Ms. J, and you have tuned in to another day 
Yes, just for you. And starting it out the right way right here on Ms. J in the morning. Good morning to everyone who is listening around the world. Look, honestly, I don't care if it's Ms. J in the morning, Ms. J in the afternoon, or Ms. J late in the midnight hour. I am so thankful that you made a choice to tune in to listen today. Yesterday we had our season premiere, and I'm so excited that you guys are remaining dedicated, you guys are remaining supportive, and you guys are sharing and listening and liking if you want to find out how to become more uh, connected, uh, how to find out where I am, what I'm doing. You can connect with me on social media, uh, but the easiest way is to log on to my website, MsJOnline.com. That's M-I-Z-J-Online.com. Today's show started off with most deaf. Uh, if you don't know who he is, a very positive, well, conscious hip-hop artist, I've uh, been in the industry for years, and that song is decades old, but it always inspired me. It's called Umi Says. Uh, those of you who are not familiar with a lot of uh, hip-hop artists that are from the East Coast of America, I suggest you look them up, do some research on them. A very interesting person, but the message of the song is no matter what, make sure that you use your gifts and your talents to be an asset to the world. Shine bright. Make sure that you're breaking free from from the, the survival type of mentality in the world, making sure that you're actually living. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. We have a few more things that we're going to talk about today. We have some time and some more music, but I want to make sure to get off on the right foot by saying good morning. Um, I actually got some messages about yesterday's show and some great positive feedback, so thank you so much. Those of you who are interested in becoming a guest or would like to suggest some music that you want to hear on the show, you can email me at info at MsJOnline.com. Those of you who are connected on blogtalkradio.com, you can like the page and send me a direct message or a chat as you listen live or even to the archive. I will be on the show Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time live. You can tune in any time of the day to listen because after each live recording, the show is archived for your listening pleasure. You can download it, share it on social media as well. So if you even go back to some of the older shows and it's a show that you like or feel that there's a message or an artist or a song that you want to share with your friends on Facebook, your followers on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, no matter how you do it, make sure you do it. Even link, uh, LinkedIn, go ahead. Just make sure we stay connected right here on Ms. J in the morning. Good morning to those of you around the world. My Umi says, most deaf, Umi says, shine your light on the world. Shine your light for the world to see. Make sure you understand that this show is to empower you, to encourage you, to invite you to be a greater person. If you're looking for someone to only talk about drama all day, that ain't going to happen on this show. If you're looking for somebody to join in on your pity party, that ain't going to happen on this show at all. You might want to tune in somewhere else, but before you do, make sure you refer somebody who's ready to get up and get moving and get going in the right direction. There are a lot of things that are going on in the world. Um, I'm speaking from an American perspective. I am an American, and I have only lived in America. So even though I understand certain things that are going on, I can only speak for where I am right now. So hello to all my brothers and sisters and people out there around the world. There are a lot of crazy things going on. But here in America, I can say that there are some crazy things happening. And we're going to talk about it today. The United States presidential election is getting closer and closer as we speak. This has been by far in history, the most controversial campaign for presidency in history. Uh, we now have the uh, Republican nominee, uh, Mr. Donald Trump. Uh, we also have the Democratic nominee, Ms. Hillary Clinton. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Don't worry, we're not going to get deep into politics. We also want to talk about some things that are going on in my life as well. But also make sure, if you're new to the show, to understand that everything that I talk about is intentional. 
Uh, there is a message. There is a purpose. And we're going to have a positive perspective about it. Maybe it's something you've been thinking, too, and you want to share. So while we're going on, you can hit me up on Twitter as the show is going on. Uh, you can also hit me up on Facebook if you follow me. If you don't know how to find me, I made it easy for everyone. Ms. J Online. It's my website and my tag for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Ms. J Online, M I Z J Online. There you can find out how to become my friend, how to get closer to me, and get in contact with me directly. But like I said before, if you get all that, just log on to my website and you'll find out what's up. We are live right here worldwide on blogtalkradio.com, streaming in over 11 different countries. I'm so excited about that. Um, so those of you who are overseas, no matter what time it is over there, thank you for your support. So let's get right into the show. There's a few things that I want to talk about. Reviewing yesterday, we got a little bit on relationships and celebrity marriages, and we were talking about the unfortunate events that have come up for Keisha Knight Pulliam, better known as uh, the character Rudy on the popular Cosby show. Uh, in the late 80s, uh, early 90s, it was popular. In the United States, uh, the actress named Keisha Knight Pulliam is facing divorce after only a few short months of marriage, uh, but is also pregnant right now. And I gave my opinion also about pop star uh, Mary J. Blige filed for divorce as well. And, you know, I want to kind of continue that vein to talk about relationships. Now, those of you who know me know that my first book, that was published is about relationships. Uh, you might not know, but I am a life coach, a relationship coach. Uh, so I like to talk to people about the interactions with others. It doesn't necessarily have to be romance. Uh, in the book, and most of the time when I go out to speak, I always refer to love and relationships because sometimes it could just be a friendship. You you know can grieve a loss of a friendship or a connection that you had at work, and it can all have the same effects, uh, maybe not as traumatic or emotionally traumatic as romance or marriage or going through a divorce, but some very strong emotions are attached to being connected with other people, having disagreements, um, also on the positive, being connected with someone regardless of if it's a family member, a coworker, a neighbor, or just a simple friend, no matter how you met, that person can catapult you into greatness. Um, and so we want to talk a little bit more about that. But in love and relationships, there's a lot of stuff that goes on. A lot of people have a lot of different opinions. And I want to talk about making sure you know where to get your information. Where are you looking to get guidance in your relationships? Where are you looking to get support in your marriage? Where are you looking to get some advice on what to do to prepare yourself for marriage? Or if you're dating or if you're looking to uh, get into any type of relationship with a person, maybe you want to build a team to start a, a community project or to start a business. Those are relationships that are very important. You're outsourcing your resources that you need. Uh, you need to connect with other people to gain some things to support your community project. You need to build relationships. But who are you going to to get that advice? What training are you uh, taking? Is there any training available to you? Here's my thought. I say kiss. Everyone you meet. I know that sounds crazy, right? But I'm going to repeat it, and I want you to think about it. Kiss everyone you meet. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> that phrase, I did not. I don't know who came up with that phrase, uh, but it was something I learned when I was a child uh, in elementary school, putting on uh, events, presenting projects, the advice that was given is always kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Making sure that you keep it simple and making sure you're using layman's terms, making sure that your explanation, your expectations uh, of the relationship are just as simple as the most idiotic person out there. Um, and not to degrade anyone or go there to talk about that, but you want to keep it simple with all relationships. 
uh, even if we're going to go into romance, if, if you're a lady, I can't speak for the gentleman, uh, and you find yourself attracted to a man, most of the time what we like to do, we like to get all dialed up, get a big old fuss about him. We go on Facebook. We talk about it. We call all of our friends, our girlfriends down the line. We get together, drink coffee or, or have drinks. We do a ladies' night out, and we talk about this man. And the only thing that he did was ask if he can call you later. That's it. Um, I had a conversation with a lady. She met a man uh, at church. Uh, actually, one of the other members invited one of his family members to church. And after a couple of times of interacting with each other, the gentleman approached the woman and said, you know what, I think that you're a great person. I'm new in town, and I would like to get to know you better. Maybe, you know, we can go get a bite to eat, you know, go to a movie or something. But I'm looking to build some friendships out here, and I think that you might be a cool person to get to know. That's all he said. By her own admission, that's all he said. Uh, but this woman, because of her filters, her experiences in life, uh, took that and ran with it. Uh, she got nervous, turned him down. She didn't know if she was ready for a commitment, didn't know if she could go out on a date. You know, he's much younger than her. She came up with all these excuses about what she could do with this man, what she couldn't do with this man, and, and how, you know, he looked and and what could happen down the road. And as she's telling me these things, I'm getting confused. Because I'm not understanding how she came up with this entire scenario. How did she come up with all of these thoughts, all of these emotions? I mean, really feeling anxiety about taking the step to call him, really feeling anxiety about even seeing him again, when all the man said is, can I get to know you better? He didn't propose. He didn't say, I'm even interested in, in beginning a romantic relationship with you. He kept it simple. He told his truth, his expectations. He told what his intent was. He was new to the city. He wanted to develop some friendships. And after observing her for a while, he decided that she might be a good person to start with. And a lot of times as women, we have those issues. We take the simplest things. And we blow them up to its highest height and then get upset if some things don't go the way we expected them to go. Are our expectations based on our own emotions and our own thoughts or based on the facts that was given? Uh, were expectations discussed? Now, I'm not saying that this woman is wrong for having the thoughts she, that she had because there are some subliminal messages that could have been passed. Uh, there could be some body language, some eye contact, some gestures that maybe suggested that he had some ulterior motives, not discrediting her ability to discern or uh, make a choice as an adult to engage in a relationship with somebody else. But my suggestion in that situation is a rebuttal to his offer to simply ask what your expectations are. What are your expectations? Um, not ladies. Be like, what you want from me, what you think you're going to get, you ain't going to get the milk here, and you ain't going to make a commitment to the cow or whatever the saying is. You know, not to go there, but to simply, you know, express your interest or your disinterest <laughs> and ask questions. Just keep it simple. Being genuine, being authentic is actually the greatest way to develop a solid relationship. You got to unblur the lines, ladies. You can't sit here and throw all this stuff at him and you've only known him for an hour. You can't sit there at the dinner table on your first date or first interaction and give your whole heavy life story about, you know, how you lost your dog when you were a child and your fish never survived and how you always wanted a bike but your parents never bought it because they couldn't afford it. I mean, that's a lot to do. On the first date, engage with each other. Ask questions. Give simple answers. Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. We're going to get right back into some music. Those of you who are calling in, listen live, good morning. Thank you so much. Those of you who are listening to the archive, don't worry. I'll be right back. You're not going to miss anything. But we're going to get into some music and talk about these blurred lines. <laughs> Everybody get up.
What up, everybody? It's your boy, DJ Maestro One, and I'm listening to my home girl, Miss J, in the morning. Look 
a lot of books trying to steal your heart. attention to the lyrics a little bit more. Good morning to everyone. I'm Miss Jay, and you have tuned in to one of the best morning shows in the world, literally. We are streaming live right now, worldwide on blogtalkradio.com. I'm your hostess with the mostest. I am Miss Jay, and thank you for starting your day off the right way right here on Miss Jay in the morning. Never really figured out how to love. We were talking about love and relationships right before the break, and right before that blurred lines Robin Thicke featuring a lot of other artists in that song had a lot of controversy with it as well but the message is still true in both of them quit blurring the lines uh, we were talking about relationships before and whether we're talking about romance business co-workers or just friends kiss everyone you know Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it very basic. Keep it very simple. And make sure you build upon the positive things. If things don't work out, don't take it personal. Uh, It's just the way it's meant to be. Every interaction, in my opinion, has a purpose. It's to teach you something or teach someone else something or show something or direct you in a certain type of way. So make sure you embrace every relationship and kiss everyone you know. I'm Ms. J, and if you'd like to know more about me, you can log on to my website, MsJOnline.com, M-I-Z-J-Online.com. If you want to get closer, make sure you stay connected right here on blogtalkradio.com, Monday through Fridays, 8 a.m. I record live, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so make sure you listen in. All you got to do is dial 646-716-8230 to listen from your phone. If you want to give some feedback, on blogtalkradio.com. If you follow the show, we have some chatting capabilities uh, where we can interact as the show is going on. 
And so we have some special guests coming up in the near future. Uh, great music to play to get you up and get you going during the day. So let's move on to the next topic. Some exciting things that are going on. And today I am so excited. I get to have an experience that I haven't had in a long time. I get to go to an actual comedy show. And not just a typical comedy show. I get to see one of the most popular comedians in America right now. Mr. Kevin Hart will be in my city. Yes, right here in the small Northern California city of Stockton, California. Kevin Hart will be live. And yes, Miss J will be in the building. A couple of friends and I will be going to see Kevin Hart uh, at the Phillips Arena right here in Stockton, California. And I am so so stoked and so excited to see him. Uh, I know that there's a lot of people that I follow on Facebook as well. We're friends and on Twitter, and they're going. So hopefully I'll see you there. But I know this evening uh, the show starts, I believe, around 7, 7.30. We'll be getting there early, of course, getting all dressed up to have a good time, and I'm excited to do so. So those of you who are going to be there, I want to make sure that we know uh, where we are, share selfies or ussies, and post on Twitter. Twitter, post on Facebook, but I wanted to share that to ask, what about those Cat Williams fans? Those of you that are following a lot of the urban comedians and understand the history of Kevin Hart and Cat Williams, you know that there was a lot of beef going on. I think it's hilarious that comedians actually have beef. Those of you who don't know what having beef is, meaning having issues, having challenges, they have problems with each other. Uh, But let me correct myself. It seems that Cat Williams had a problem with Kevin Hart. Uh, really didn't see much of Kevin Hart expressing any issues with Cat Williams. And not to get into some drama, but there are two very popular comedians. And those of us who understand entertainment know that, you know, once you get on top, you got to fight to stay there. Uh, But the two different, totally different dynamics and approaches to this issue or this beef uh, made it clear who was more honorable. Uh, and the outcomes uh, is, is just phenomenal uh, and not in a good way in that sense. Uh, Cat Williams' career has taken a turn for the worst. Uh, I would not make a statement to say that it's over, uh, but let's just say that he's not in the limelight like he used to be uh, at all, getting into altercations with minors, a lot of criminal things, uh, interviews with Cat Williams. Uh, he would say that he was uh, being set up uh, by I don't know, some type of secret society or it was a conspiracy, uh, a group of people that don't want to see him succeed. I don't know exactly what the details are. I'm not there. I don't want to discredit what he believes or his opinion or statements. Uh, Just to say that a lot of times we always say it's because of someone else, but his actions with other people, uh, his approach on the shows. And and those of you who have been following it, if you didn't know, Cat Williams has always been a little uh, hot-headed, to say. Even during some of his shows that I've seen on TV, uh, he would get in altercations or battles or discussions or go back and forth with people in the audience and get really angry. I mean, even to the point where some people have been kicked out of the show. Uh, So what we're seeing on social media with videos is really not anything outside of the norm for Cat Williams. Uh, So that's another thing to question, you know, why all of a sudden now all these arrests and criminal charges. Uh, After a while, you know, he has been listed as, I guess, the bad boy of comedy. <laughs> if that's what you want to say. Uh, but Kevin Hart, on the other hand, um, a lot of family talk, uh, great uh, jokes about uh, his own personal issues, not really talking about other people. And although they have very used very colorful language uh, in their, their stand-ups, uh, Cat Williams, I'm sorry, not Cat Williams, Kevin Hart uh, has been featured in a lot more movies. Uh, he's expanding in uh, what you would call the crossover, getting from the urban uh, sector of comedy uh, to more worldwide or more broad audiences. And so it's just very interesting to see the very diverse dynamics of the two 
Now, there are a lot of comedians out there that are still doing some amazing things in entertainment, but it seems that Cat Williams and Kevin Hart were the two that were at the top at the same time. And now to see what I would say is the fall of Cat Williams and the rise of Kevin Hart, I am excited that I'm going to be a part of a show so I can give firsthand my experiences uh, and my opinions about Kevin Hart. So those of you that are in the Northern California area, I do not know if tickets are still available, but you can search it, Kevin Hart. In Stockton, California, it's all on social media. Even Google it. Uh, maybe Ticketmaster. Uh, maybe call in the radio show. It will be a buzz today, and I cannot wait to get off of work, <laughs> to run home, to change clothes, to have a great time, unwind, and laugh. Take the time to laugh today. Like literally, L O L. Laugh out loud. Laugh to live. Uh, studies have shown. You can Google it to check me that laughter actually burns calories. It helps you to de-stress and lowers your blood pressure, so it's actually healthy to laugh. So those of us who need to lose a few extra pounds, the beach body thing didn't work for us, I just say, hey, let's just go see a comedy show, and we can call it exercise. I wonder if we can write that off for our medical bills or something. I mean, it, I, I don't know. We'll talk about it Doing some great things here in Northern California. Good morning to everyone. I'm excited about going to see Kevin Hart today, and I want all of you to be excited about whatever you have planned today. We're coming to the end of the show, but I do want to talk about something else, presidential elections in the United States. I told you guys at the top of the show I wanted to talk about it, but I want to give people a chance to call in. Uh, So let's listen to a little bit of music. Uh, Let's get going this morning, and when we get back, let's talk about Uh, another beef that's going on in America, Mr. Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton right here on Ms. J in the morning. Clap your hands, everybody. Uh, Clap your hands. Come on, keep it going. Clap your hands, everybody. Clap your hands, everybody. Uh, Let's do it. You ready? Come on.
everyone, this is Markeela Walker telling you to stay tuned to Miss J, Miss J, Miss J in the morning. Live worldwide. Word. Word. Come on, y'all. Let's rock up. Taking over your radio frequency. Mm. It's Miss J in the morning. Hit me. It's your girl, Ms. J, and you have tuned into Ms. J in the morning. Thank you so much for everyone who is tuning in right now, keeping it going, getting your day started the right way, right here with me, your girl, Ms. J, the hostess with the mostest. Make sure you stay tuned Monday through Friday right here on blogtalkradio.com. I record live 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, but you can listen anytime during the day. Every show is archived right here on blogtalkradio.com. Just search Ms. J in the morning. You can also follow me on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram and log on to my website, MizJOnline.com, M-I-Z-J-Online.com to find out more information on how to listen more and how to stay connected. And whatever you got going on, I want to be connected. So let's make sure we keep the show going right before the break. Uh, We had a breakable an old school jam by Alicia Keys. And Alicia Keys is taking a turn in her career as well. Maybe we'll talk about her in the next show. Because uh, I do have some opinions about what's going on in her life or what she's presenting to the public. So let's get going. Right before the, sh- uh, the break with Unbreakable by Alicia Keys, uh, a good song to talk about love and how you need to stay connected. Uh, and tying in what we were talking about today, uh, let's get back to this political beef. Right? Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton. So two different, totally different candidates, uh, but very strong opinions America is giving about the choices that we have for uh, the candidates or of the candidates for presidency. Um, I don't want to get into that part of it. I actually want to talk about how does someone like Donald Trump, how does someone like Hillary Clinton uh get the opportunity to run for president. Now, of course, we want to talk about their positions in America, popularity, uh, finances, economic status, and that type of thing. But I wanted to get down to just the basics. I mean, there's a lot of jokes and a lot of memes about the choices that we have. And a lot of people are saying, as Americans, we're just screwed, uh, regardless of who you vote for. Uh, America's taking a turn, and, and most people aren't hopeful about the way or the future of America. I am hopeful about the future of America and where we're going, so we want to keep it positive. But I did my own little research, uh, like we should. Uh, But I wanted to know for myself, what does it take to be president of the United States? Now, don't get too excited. No, Ms. J is not running in (laughs) four years. Not running at all. But based on the United States Constitution, there are very few requirements legally to run for the president of the United States. I mean, we had uh, tons of people, uh, Jesse Jackson, uh, that, you know, well, Jesse Jackson is more political, so I don't want to use him, but uh, to say more less popular people uh, that seem to have less qualifications that were able to actually run. Um, I don't know if you guys remember way back in the day, a comedian, uh, Rosie O'Donnell actually ran for president and and had a good campaign. I mean, she really did get an actual following and did a reality reality show about it. Um, do your research, but I just want to do my own little research and find out what does it take to be or to run for the president of the United States. And surprisingly, according to the United States Constitution, there are very few legal requirements. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and read it. It's not going to take long, but the age and citizenship requirements based on the U.S. Constitution, Article 2, Section 1 states, no person except a natural-born citizen or a citizen of the United States at the time of the adoption of this Constitution shall be eligible to the office of president. 
neither shall any person be eligible to that office who shall not have attained the age of 35 years and been 14 years a resident within the United States. So to start out, age and citizenship, you have to be at least 35 years old, a natural-born citizen, or a citizen of the United States uh, for at least 14 years. Very simple, right? Uh, if you're 35, at least 15, you know, half of your life you've lived here in the United States. Uh, it continues about the term, term limit um, amendment in the U.S. Constitution. Uh, it's Amendment 22, Section 1, uh, ratified. That was February 27, 1951. Uh, it states, no person shall be elected to the office of president more than twice. And no person uh, who has held the office of president or acted as president for more than two years of a term to which some other person was elected president shall be elected to the office of president more than once. Uh, basically, two years a term, you can only do two terms, and that's it. Now, what's most interesting is that's it. Yes, that's all the U.S. Constitution says about running for president. So based on your constitution and based on the rights that you have as a U.S. citizen, all you need to understand is you have to be at least 35 years old and live here uh, as a citizen for at least 14 years. And by law, you can run for president. Now, there's another article uh, that I found on infoplease.com uh, uh, about the U.S. history and, and president requirements. I mean, you can Google it. Infoplease.com is a great website to go to just to get some insight. They are articles, uh, but it's very factual. It gets straight to the point. Not a lot of fluff, uh, but it does talk about what's expected but not required. Now, based on the history of candidates, um, there's certain things that are, are traditions that Americans who run for president have and what the United States of America, uh, the citizens, actually expect. So I'm going to read a little bit of that. Uh, it says, not required but expected. Although not legal requirements, most Americans look for certain traits in their presidential candidates. A felon has never been elected for president, uh, of course, for example, but most presidents have families uh, and are religious. Uh, military and previous public office experience are also common for many presidents. It's common but not a legal requirement. Uh, if a candidate has public speaking skills, that's a plus, especially in televised debates. Now, it also reads that John F. Kennedy got the attention of the nation in 1960 uh, when he appeared alongside Richard Nixon in the debates on television. Now, Kennedy looked more comfortable and confident than Nixon. Uh, charisma goes a long way, too, such as Bill Clinton breaking out his saxophone on the Arsenio Hall show in June of 1990. 92 during his campaign, and I remember that firsthand seeing it. I'm like, oh my God, he actually is like really playing, and he's actually playing well. Like to think that a presidential candidate has talent, right? <laughs> also, presidential campaigns are expensive, so a candidate needs to be wealthy or at least have the ability to raise a lot of money during his or her campaign. An entire presidential campaign can cost anywhere between $700 million and $1 billion. That's a load of money. Uh, while much of this comes from fundraising, candidates typically still finance a big portion of their campaign, especially in the early days of the run. So that was actually... Um, the source, the Democratic National Committee, and the Republican National Committee. But I just wanted to talk about how easy it is actually to run for president. Now, I'm not saying that the, the guy at the local store should. Maybe he could. Uh, but I'm just saying that it really doesn't take that much. I mean, it's written right there in black and white, your legal right to be 35 and living in the United States as a citizen for at least 14 years gives you the legal right to at least apply to run for president of the United States. Uh, aside from that, of course, if you have a good rapport in your community, um, that would be good because you want to have people follow you or back you. And, of course, the ability to raise tons of money to be competitive uh, with a counterpart or someone else that might run. But I said that to say that a lot of the media hype that we have, 
behind these two candidates, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, a lot of the the arguing that's going on, uh, most of us didn't run. Most of us didn't apply. Most of us don't have the uh, desire to at all. Uh, But I still want to give respect to both Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump to say at least they applied. I mean, there's nothing wrong with going for the job, even if you just don't get it. And just like if you apply for a job uh, at Target, Walmart, um, wherever, Walgreens, uh, Safeway, whatever stores, wherever, a government office, I don't care. If you want the job, you have to first apply for it. If you believe that you have the qualifications and can do it well, you have to interview well. You have to set up a campaign. You have to go in front of people and prove yourself. And if you don't get the job, you don't go to McDonald's and not eat the food because you feel that you could be a better cashier or a better cook than the person behind the counter. You might go to a different location, uh, but you're still going to do it, and you're still going to be a part of it. So I wanted to say that to say let's not get caught up in the hype. Uh, we already have our candidates. Uh, we already have who's running. Uh, we already know one of them is going to be elected uh, this November, the election for the United States of America president, uh, the president of the United States. Uh, so instead of going back and forth on social media, arguing your point, uh, talking about how horrible the candidates are, just make sure you do what our current President Obama says. Don't boo. Vote. Uh, that term came from <laughs> from his speech that he gave uh, endorsing Hillary Clinton as a Democratic um, elect candidate. Uh, our president, President Barack Obama, uh, chastised the group uh, while he mentioned Donald Trump. They start booing, and he said, you know what? Don't boo. Vote. Uh, that term just sums him up and his personality uh, up in a nutshell. Uh, there's actually people, there's a man in Alabama actually making tons of money by making a shirt that says, don't boo, vote. Uh, but the statement is true. Don't get caught up in the hype. Don't get caught up with if you like the person or you don't like the person. Do your research, educate yourself, and actually vote. There are a lot of people even on the local level that have a lot to say about what's going on in their community, and they haven't even registered to vote. And that frustrates me because this is your home. America is the place that you live. And if you really, truly cared about it, if you really, truly had a plan for your future, you would take action and be effective in your community. You would be an asset to your community. You wouldn't just sit there and boo a person because you don't like them. You actually register and apply your vote. Don't be caught up in the hype to say my vote doesn't matter, it's rigged. No matter what it is, numbers matter. And if you've been on this earth long enough and you're actually the age to be (laughs) required age to run for president, 35 years or more, you've actually experienced some things to see that no matter what it is, whether you agree or whether you don't, whether it's a conspiracy or whether it's not, if you don't register to vote, if you don't put in your number, your voice, uh, stand up for something, um, you're actually a part of the problem. Um, So you can't complain about the outcome. You can't complain about who gets elected because you didn't help your candidate win. Um, So I just want to go. That's my Ms. J PSA (laughs) for the day. And with that, we are at the end of the show. I know. Doesn't time fly when you have such a good time? When you're having fun, time flies. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to Ms. J in the morning. As we go out on a lighter note, I want to give a shout out to one of my mentors. I have many mentors. Um, Derek Allen is a wonderful mentor of mine. Uh, if you read my bio on my website, MsJOnline.com, you guys will know I do have a background in entertainment, and uh, this mentor has helped me uh, achieve some amazing goals that I that were set. Uh, and without him, I wouldn't be able to know what I know, educate myself in entertainment, and appreciate music. Uh, but I want to say congratulations openly. He just recently did a project with Keith Sweat. Those of you who are like R&B music, yes, Keith Sweat is back with a single. And my mentor, Derek Allen, has helped to write and produce the song. Um, and it's a good 
old school song and I want to go out on a nice groove. This song is called Good Love. Now the song has already uh, hit number one on charts and stayed there for a while. Uh, If you haven't heard it on the radio, I'm going to play it today, but I want to get your opinion about it. Tying into tomorrow's show, we're going to talk about old school and good music. So leaving out on a good groove, this song is by Keith Sweat. It's called Good Love. Now, right before we leave, I want to make sure that you understand how to get in contact with me. So make sure you email me, info at MsJOnline.com. That's M-I-Z-J-Online.com. There you can get links to my Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can log on to blogtalkradio.com and also follow the Ms. J in the Morning Show uh, to find out how to email me on here. But best make sure you tune in Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear me live and any time in your area to listen. Uh, as we go out again, a shout out to my mentor, Derek D.O.A. Allen, and his success with Keith Sweat on his new single for the album that's coming out soon called Good Love. Tomorrow's show, we'll talk about a little old school love and some things that we love about this type of music. So those of you who have a respect for R&B and old school, take a listen. Let me know how you feel. If you can look it up on YouTube, you can find it there as well to watch the video. And we're going to go out with Keith Sweat Good Love. I'm thankful for all of you guys. You guys have been wonderful. I'll see you in the morning. This is what I call love. No better, baby, than your love. No one today, baby, would just take it off. Oh, I love. If anybody asks you why you're not coming in, tell them that you're sick in love with me. I'm gonna.